Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. Every Monday and Wednesday, I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Want to receive 10 tips to eat less water for your summer parties? Go to eatlesswater.com to download the free list. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez. In this episode, I'm going to break down which are the condiments that we need to keep in the refrigerator. And why is this important? Because if we don't have space in our refrigerators, we end up losing things in in our refrigerator. A few episodes back, I talked about how the refrigerator is a place that food goes to die for too many home kitchens. And part of that I think, are condiments. They get in the way. There's too many of them. They take up way too much shelf space. Which condiments do we really need to keep in the refrigerator? And which ones can we place in our pantry where most of us have a lot more space than the limited real estate that is afforded to us inside the refrigerator. So this is just giving you the nuts and bolts of what what are the condiments that you can take out of the refrigerator starting today and place into your pantry to open up more space so you can see what's inside of your refrigerator. That's a big thing because if we can't see what's inside there, if everything is just pushed in and is that's when we start to lose things in our refrigerator. That's when the leftovers, for example, get pushed to the very back and we don't find them until it's too late. So I'm going to go through the list and give you the tools you need so that you can figure out which ones you could pull out of the refrigerator or when you buy condiments, which ones belong in the refrigerator. So let's get started. Let's start with our most popular condiment in America, which is ketchup. Does ketchup need to be in the refrigerator? And the answer is no, because the pH level of ketchup is between 3.5 to 3.9. So what does that mean? Anything above a pH level of 4.5 belongs in the refrigerator. So because ketchup has lots of vinegar and salt and tomatoes, all things that are high, have high acidity, it brings a pH level to a point where it does not belong in the refrigerator. Peanut butter, jellies, and barbecue sauce can be left out. Butter. 
I know I've, I've been to people's homes where they've left butter out and I like butter out on the counter only because it's much easier to deal with unless, of course, you need cold butter for a recipe. The issue, though, with butter and actually with peanut butter, too, is it can go rancid if it's exposed to oxygen, light, and heat. So I made that mistake with my butter. I placed it right next to the stove and it went bad. And that mistake, which so about one stick of butter, which is a quarter pound, is about a thousand gallons of water. So that mistake cost me a thousand gallons. Don't make that mistake and make sure you're keeping your butter in an opaque container. Honey is something that it doesn't belong in the refrigerator. In fact, it makes it very hard. The same goes for peanut butter. It becomes like a cement, right, when we keep it in the refrigerator. So it is much better at room temperature, but make sure it's placed inside the pantry, not on your countertop. Oils. Really, all kinds of oils can safely be kept out of the refrigerator, with the exception of hazelnut and walnut. Those are more delicate and prone to rancidity. Otherwise, you can keep it in a tightly sealed container in a cool, dark cupboard. Again, not next to the stove, which I think is where many of us keep our oils. So keep that olive oil, that avocado oil, away from the stove. Hot sauces are also fine in your pantry, just like ketchups and barbecue sauce. This condiment is, has a low pH due to the acidity in the vinegar and salt. I looked up sriracha, like that type of a hot sauce, and I couldn't find anything specifically about sriracha, but I've kept it in my pantry for months now, and it is just fine. So... Mustard is one of those things that it just depends, just like salad dressing. It depends on what is inside. Plain old mustard is fine. Something that has like onions and garlic and that type of flavored mustard I would keep in the refrigerator just to be safe. Salad dressings, the same thing. It really depends on salad dressings because you have your creamy salad dressings and more of your, your oil and vinegar type dressings. Check to see if the pH is under 4.5 and I'll tell you in a few beats how to do that. Salsa overall need to be kept inside of the refrigerator unless it's something like a hot sauce, like those tapatillos or cholula type of vinegar-based hot sauces. When you go through your refrigerator and you start to integrate a refrigerator organization plan, and you're able to start just taking away all of those condiments, you're going to find so much more room in your refrigerator. It's such a good feeling, actually, to take those condiments out. And then what I also find is give some away. I When I went through this process, I found that I had way too many jellies, for example. I had way too many mustards. So start sharing them with others who you think might like them. So that's another way of reducing your condiments. And just don't buy as many. So remember, anything above the pH level of 4.5 needs to be refrigerated. 
So while I spent this episode talking about pH levels as an indicator of shelf life or uh, whether or not you can place a condiment inside of the pantry, there's one other parameter to look at, and that is water activity. And what essentially it means is how much free water there is inside of a particular ingredient. When you're doing research online to see if your condiment belongs in the refrigerator or can go into the pantry, you want to look at what is the pH level and what is the water activity value. So the levels go from zero to one, water being a one. Thing with a water activity value of 0.80 needs to be refrigerated. So for example, honey, it falls between 0.50 and 0.65. And so that means it is below, well below 0.80. So it's fine on the shelf. Marmalades, jams, and jellies are at 0.75 to 0.80. Again, the typical water or the water activity is below that benchmark of 0.80. But on the other hand, for example, fresh meat is 0.98, but we all know that fresh meat belongs in the refrigerator. And fresh vegetables are 0.97 to 0.99. But there are vegetables that belong in the pantry, like potatoes, for example. And in a future episode, I will specifically address which vegetables and fruit are better in the pantry, which really helps to organize your produce drawer, where if if your food goes to die in your refrigerator, our vegetables and fruit definitely go to die in our produce drawers since 70% of our vegetables are lost in our refrigerator. I gave you a nice list to work from. If you want this all in one place, I put together a table for you with the condiments that belong in the refrigerator and more importantly, the ones that don't. The printable list is available with the link in the show notes. If you subscribe to my newsletter, look for the link in this week's email. You can print it out and hang it up inside of a cupboard or pantry where you have easy access to refer back to whenever you need it. I also, to make it easy for you when you research your own uh, condiments, I place the values to look for for both water activity and pH levels. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm here every Monday and Wednesday with action tips you can implement in your kitchen that same day. Please leave me a review and share this with others. That's how this message will grow. Thank you and be well. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review, even if it's only the star rating, because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to eat less water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. 
Meet you back here every Monday and Wednesday. There is power in the collective. Thank you.